Hello and welcome to the Field Goals Podcast. I'm Brandon Schultz. Saturday night was another rough night for the Seahawks offensively and defensively, and the team's injuries just worsened what was already an unimpressive homecoming at Lumen Field. Pete Carroll spoke with the media after the game and was there to let us know he wasn't impressed with the performance either. Two weeks in a row of uh, playing playing football where the lessons are hard and uh, they're obvious and... and uh... You know, we have to take away the things that we can we can grow from and, and we can learn from and the, on the, the plus side of it. I mean, it's obvious. You turn the ball over three times in the first half, you can, it's really, really hard to win a football game. And then we go nine penalties to n- none. Um, you know, they, they played a lot better than we did in that regard, too. Um, but there's a lot of stuff for us to, to, to take from him. We have a lot of guys that played. And we have a lot of film to watch and a lot of evaluations to make. That's really what this time is about. We like to be having fun winning football games and, and, and all that, but uh, that's not where, you know, where the matchup's happening right now. Not where the matchups are happening. I think that's Pete's way of pointing out that he did not play his starters while Denver had their guys out on the field matched up against what were primarily players expected to play in a backup role for Seattle this year. Maybe it was for a reason, considering the injuries that we saw on Saturday night. Here's Coach Carroll and what he had to say about the injuries to Ben Burkirvan and John Ursua, both of whom were carted off with knee injuries. You know, the, the really the hard lessons, too, are a couple of our guys got whacked, you know, and, and Johnny Yu and, and uh, uh, BBK, both those guys got hurt seriously tonight and it breaks our heart. Um, this is a rough game, and, and sometimes it takes its toll. Those two kids are hurt, so uh, we'll see what happens with them. Um, but it's going to be a while. Seahawks safety Ryan Neal also came down with an injury, but thankfully it wasn't as serious as the others. He has an oblique strain. Sometimes those are, those are kind of gnarly, and, and uh, we'll see if, if he can get through it. I don't know, but uh, that can take a little while sometimes. It just depends on, on how he responds, but it's, a, it, you know, it's in the ribcage. So injuries were a negative, and there were also negatives to take in with the play of certain players. And the usually positive coach Pete Carroll had some criticism for quarterback Alex Magoo. Um, You know, he made a a really tough decision on the one on the sidelines. Uh, You know, it was just not a good throw at all to not get the screen off, um, you know, and wind up as a pick. You know, that shouldn't happen. We got to throw the ball ball away there um there's just a couple bad plays you know he 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 worked hard he ran did did the things that we want him to do move around but uh, a couple tough situations i think it was third and 12 or something like that when we throw the pick in the first one you know and um put him in a tough situation gave him a chance to see if he could figure it out and and you know that's a place where he had to throw the ball away and just take the take the, the loss right there and uh I need to see that on film to to really verify that, but that's what it felt like in watching it. And so, uh, you know, those are decisions that you got to make, got to make right. We can't give the ball away. That's right. Give the ball away and you're not going to be hearing anything good from Pete. But there were some players who did get praise from Coach Carroll. The other side of it, there were some, you know, there's, we'll find the positives, you, you know, I'm going to find the positives and, uh, I thought DJ Dallas played a terrific game tonight. Rasheem Green again, he got a sack and did some good things in his 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 place. He's really taking advantage of this preseason to make a statement. Um, and Nick Ballor had five tackles tonight on defense. It was amazing. I mean, I don't know how he did that, but uh, he said he was knocking off the rust. Um, so. Uh, we, we have to take all the positive things, keep growing, and, and this week is a little different for us. We'll change the format of it and get, get out of camp and, uh, and make it a regular week for us in terms of the cadence of the, the week and uh, get our guys a chance to 
to, to get tuned in to what, what that means so that when game week comes a couple weeks from now, we'll be ready to crank it up again. So uh, that's a really important part of what happens this week. We've been knowing this all along that this week is coming. And uh, so we'll, we'll uh, try to take full advantage of that. And really, for the second week in a row, DJ Dallas was arguably the biggest positive on offense and on special teams. Here's what Coach Carroll had to say about the former Miami Hurricanes play against the Broncos. I mean, he sure looks good. He's doing it. What you really want in your kickoff returner is a guy that hits it, you know, and takes takes full advantage of the scheme, and he's doing that. And, and uh, we're really impressed with, with what he's been doing. Really, the whole preseason, he's been great. So let's move now over to the man himself, DJ Dallas. He wants us all to know that he's out there having fun and recognizes that he wears the number of a true Seahawks legend. Shoot, man. I'm having fun, bro. Like last year, I was, you know, kind of doubting myself a little bit. Didn't have the off season that I wanted to have. Um, so I, I, I was, you know, I felt myself being a step behind. This year, I had a dang good off season. I feel good. I'm in good spirits. I'm, I'm in a good space mentally. Um, it's a freaking dream come true. I'm on one of the the best team in the NFL. I'm wearing one of the greatest numbers in franchise history. And I'm contributing. It's, it's a blessing, man. Having fun. I will say it right now. DJ Dallas is one of my favorite personalities on the team, but I'm not going to gush over him too much because of what happened to Cason Williams a few years back. I want DJ Dallas to make the team. And finally, we also heard from Dallas's competitor for the kick returning job. Trey Brown on getting his first chance at returner and if he sees special teams as a place where he can contribute. Yeah, of course. Uh, I want to be all around guy. You know, I want to do as much as I can here and uh, just be, you know, the best I can be, whether it's kickoff, kick return, uh, punt return, even if I'm on punt return. Uh, I just want to be that guy to just make the plays for, for this team. The thing is about Brown is he might even be competing for a starting cornerback job. He talked about the progression that he's made in the offseason and how that led him to take on some of the Broncos starting wide receivers in this game. I feel like it's progressing pretty well. Uh, you know, they're starting to buy into me a little bit more and more as I, I continue to do what I do. And that's uh, compete, you know, uh, just making plays, no matter if it's the first, second or third team. Just go out there and do what I do best. And that's just to cover guys and uh, continue to make those plays and and that's for them to continue to trust me as far as being a player on that field. And uh, they gave me, uh, they gave me uh, more opportunities to go out there and do what I do. It was kind of quiet. You know, I didn't really get targeted. But uh, as far as everything, I was just out there trying to work on my technique. And finally, part of that development for Brown is that he attributes it to playing up against guys like DK Metcalf in practice. Uh, going against those guys like DK and stuff like that and uh, just me continuing to build the confidence out there, you know, and I feel like if I can cover DK, you know, at practice, that just goes to show that I can, you know, go out there and compete with those guys and cover, you know, anybody, you know, and that's why they drafted me because, you know, they, they they believed in me and I believe in myself as well when I go out there and cover the first team guys. So uh, just going out there and cover those guys, knowing that I got the confidence and um, just running with the ones that really helped me a lot. And that's going to do it for this Monday's episode. And man, I, I didn't even, I spaced it off the top. I didn't even mention the score. I probably, because I didn't want to mention the score, but the Seahawks lose 30 to three. The only three points coming from a Jason Myers field goal. Like I said, not pretty. 
But a big thanks to Wilson Khan for helping to produce this episode. You can follow him on Twitter at Wilson underscore Khan, C-O-N-N. You can follow along with the news up at fieldgoals.com. One of the guys who was released following the game, Seahawks tight end Dom Wood Anderson. If you watch the game, you probably saw him commit multiple penalties. So that should probably not come as a shock. But best of luck to Dom Wood Anderson wherever he ends up. But it will not be on the Seahawks. Some more cuts to watch for coming up this week. But with the injuries, probably only two or three players at the most. So you can find those up at fieldgoals.com. And I will be back here probably tomorrow with Clinton Bonner as we break down the game three in, three out style. Tweet your ins and your outs to Clinton Bonner at Clinton Bond on Twitter. And we will be back here to talk about it. So until then, go Hawks. Hawks.